no words it's time for music to go to the dump by the best hour in radio folks that's what I hear yes on the stations of WDEV that's where it's at so no 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 but before I know you have something but before we go anywhere yes alright I have here in my hand oh no this this is uh, feedback from one of our millions of loyal listeners I may be exaggerating a little bit but, well, but, I think you're pretty close. But tens, at least. So anyway, yes. um, this is from Barry in Burlington. And i got to be honest, um, reading this makes me regret that I, I didn't listen to the show last week. Uh, Barry says, Farmer Dave, that song you sang was great. It even had a bit of a Willie Nelson sound to it. Tremendous, very entertaining. Did you sing on the show last week? Yes, I did. I sang Green Christmas. Wow. Because, well... That's what we had. That's what we're facing. Yeah. So Barry in Burlington, uh, he he's a fan. Excellent. Well, that, it's good. I mean, thank you, Barry. All right, Barry obviously has great taste. I wanted to make sure to get uh, to get that in. Um, I, I I know you're a man of many talents, Dave, but I didn't realize that singing was also one of them. So that's something we'll have to I'll have to keep in the back pocket for a future edition of the show. Well, now you talked about our millions of fans, dumpsters. Uh, we're going to be one short this week. Um, my friend and the father of my, the woman I've I've loved for the last 16 years passed away. I'm very sorry to hear that. And so uh, I'd like to think when Kenley got up there, if they weren't listening to music to go the dump by, that he introduced them to it. So I'd like to think that Howard and Kenley are sitting up there and they're listening to this show. So Howard, the last show of this year, I'm dedicating to you, my friend, and. Uh, well, let's start off with a classic. All right, and this is definitely a classic. Fat and docile, big and dumb, they look so stupid, they aren't much fun. Cows aren't fun. They eat to grow, grow to die. Die to be et at the hamburger fry. Cows well done. Nobody thunk it, nobody knew. No one imagined the great cow guru. Cows are one. He hid in the forest, read books with great zeal. He loved Che Guevara, a revolutionary veal. Cows a tongue. He spoke about justice, but nobody stirred. He felt like an outcast, alone in the herd. Cowed all drums. He moved, we must fight, escape or we'll die. Cows gathered around, cause the stakes were so high. Bad cow pun. But then he was captured, stuffed into a crate, loaded onto a truck where he rode to his fate. Cows are bummed. 
He was a scrawny calf who looked rather woozy. No one suspected he was packing an Uzi. Cows with guns. They came with a needle to stick in his thigh. He kicked for the groin. He pissed in their eye. Cow well hung. Knocked over a tractor and ran for the door. Six gallons of gas flowed out on the floor. Run, cows, run. He picked up a bullhorn and jumped up on the hay. We are free-roving bovines. We run free today. We will fight for bovine freedom and hold our large heads high. We will run free with the buffalo or die. Cows with guns. They crashed the gate in a great stampede. Tipped over milk truck, torched all the feed. Cows have fun. Sixty police cars were piled in a heap, covered in cow pies, covered up deep. Much cow dung. Black smoke rising, darken in the day. Twelve burning McDonald's. Have it your way. We will fight for bovine freedom and hold our large heads high. We will run free. The president said, "Enough is enough. These uppity cattle. It's time to get tough." Cow dung flung. The newspapers gloated. Folks sighed with relief. Tomorrow at noon, they would all be ground beef. Cows on buns. The cows were surrounded. They waited and prayed. They mooed their last moos. They chewed their last hay. Cows outgunned. The order was given to turn cows to whoppers, enforced by the might of ten thousand coppers. But on the horizon, surrounding the shoppers, came the deafening roar of chickens in choppers. We will fight for bovine freedom. don't need guns all they need is a wet soaked tail and a good kick yeah and then yes. that's pretty much pretty yeah. much all she wrote yeah that was uh one of the when i was a kid and we come back to our grandfather's farm that was a lesson that i had to learn on my own not that i'm bitter and resentful over 
you know, no one who ever works at a farm sharing that with you. But yeah, uh, cow's hooves can really hurt when they, uh, when they whack you in the chest. Yeah, that. And, uh, of course, that wet tail. Uh, Somehow it always leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, for, 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 for reasons we don't even want to get into. Yes. So it's, it's the dump show. We're, we're dumping here. It's, uh, about 11 minutes past nine o'clock. It's Saturday, the last, the last Saturday of 2023. Well, I'll tell you, this year has just flown by. Yeah, I think so. For for all you kids out there, what you're going to find is that the older you get, the faster. And and we'll tell you that, but you you won't believe it. They won't believe it until you get here. And then then fortunately, you figured out before you get so old that you can't remember it. <laughs> uh, well, I'm I, I'm sort of in the uh, wondering about remembering things stage, but 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 that's okay. That's what my children and grandchildren are for: is to mock me when I can't remember what I did five minutes ago. There you go. That's that's the walking into the room. You look around. And yep. Why yep. did I come yep. in here? There was a really good reason, I'm sure. And then if you stop thinking about it, it pops in your head about an hour later as you're driving someplace. Yep, absolutely. So. Yeah. All right. What's our next feature? Well, this is probably, I guess I'd call it the number two pick as far as the classics <laughs> oh! go. And with that, here we go, folks. You can figure it out from here. We praise the colorectal surgeon, misunderstood and much maligned, slaving away in the heart of darkness, working where the sun don't shine. The colorectal surgeon, it's a calling few would crave. Lift up your hands and join us, let's all do the finger wave. When it comes to spreading joy, there are many techniques. Some spread joy to the world and others just spread cheeks. Some may think the cardiologist is their best friend. But the colorectal surgeon knows he'll get you in the end. Why do you colorectal surgeon? It's one of those mysterious things. Is it because in that profession there are always openings? <laughs> when I first met a colorectal surgeon, he did not quite understand. I said, hey, it's nice to meet you, but do you mind if we don't shake hands? <laughs> Sailed right through medical school because he was a whiz. Oh, but he never thought of psychology, though he read passages. A doctor he wanted to be for golf, he loved to play. But this is not quite what he meant by 18 holes a day. <laughs> Surgeon misunderstood and much maligned, slaving away in the heart of darkness, working where the sun don't shine. I can't I can't remember if I've told this story before or not. And if I have, it's like I said, we were talking about memory earlier, so so just deal with it out there. Um, <laughs> so um, I used to work for a, a company that printed scientific, technical, and medical journals, and there was a story that when they first they first came up with the notion of of the camera while 
you were doing your colonoscopy and stuff. So when, when they first showed this, it was some medical convention where they were showing off their great discovery. Uh, the background music they used as the, as the camera was zooming through the uh, colorectal canal yeah. was the flight of the Valkyries by Wagner. Dun, huh. da, 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 da. So yeah, uh, it's good to know that uh, even colorectal surgeons have a sense of humor. Right. Boy, you got to have a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, you got to have a sense of humor for that job. Eighteen holes a day. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, they, 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 they hit all the good puns in that one. I was very impressed. Yes. Yep. Now, of course, when you're having this done, it's very, very important that when it's being done, that they put you out. Yes. 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 So this this next song is yeah. Okay, it's uh, <laughs> it, it's sort of connected, folks. Just listen up. Patients going down, doobie doo down down. Patients going down, doobie doo down down. Patients going down, doobie doo down down. Waking up is hard to do. Don't take my doom away from me. I'm trying to breathe, oh can't you see? Apologies to Neil Sedaka. <laughs> oh, was I sleeping? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you need to come too. Oh, whoo. Greg, I see that the state of Vermont, I, I understand we were the last state to get on board with this, which is, come on, folks. There was a reason why we were the last state to get on board with this, because we shouldn't be doing this. So the last, yes, Vermont is the last state in New England yep. to allow online sports betting. Um It'll be, uh, it, it'll be up and running on the 11th, on January 11th. So, um. And you can bet on that. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can, you can, you can bet on a lot. Uh, and and it, so, I mean, and Lee and I have talked about this. And, and, and again, I am, if you want to gamble, that, that, that's fine. Yep. Uh, but again, you really sort of have to base things on your personal habits. And, and personally, 
uh, if I ever dip my toe in that, I'm going to end up drowning. So I'm just, I, I'm, I, I'm just not going to go there. Um, again, it's, uh, um, you know, it, it's another source of revenue for the state. Um, and, and if you think, and, and Dave and I are of an age where we can think, so if you had said to the two of us maybe 20 or 25 years ago that, um, uh, that you could buy weed and, uh, and place a bet, um, you know, here, here in the state of Vermont, uh, we would have, we would have looked at you somewhat askance, but. Just uh, to say, are you high? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. this is, this is where we are. And, 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 and again, it's, uh, it's a source of revenue, um, and it's something that the state certainly, uh, you know, we, we can certainly use all the money we can get. But, but again, just you know, keep in mind that if you do decide to go there, um, you know, it can be a uh, it, it can be a slippery slope. So just uh, so just be careful. And and my rule, and it's not that I don't gamble because I do, but when I do gamble, uh, again, learn from learn from dad a long time ago. Uh, you come in with how much you can afford to lose, and yep. then once you do that. Turn around, walk away. You, you get a free drink on the way out at most places, and then and, and then you're fine. There you go. All right, words to live by. So, this, but with that this, in mind, this, this next song kind of addresses the the sports betting, I think, to some extent. Well, here we go. Well, the gambling bug bit a lot of men, but what it's done to me is a rotten sin. I've bet myself. Clean out a house and home. Cause there ain't nothing this side of hell like trying to pick a winner in the NFL, especially when your luck is going wrong. I was on the job and working hard when a man come along with this football card and said, Try your luck, boy. All your friends have won. So I played the thing for a week or two and got a little behind like most folks do and started doubling up. And that's when they popped me, son. Well, I lost my furniture on a Denver bet. Oakland got my new Corvette. And the Rams are the reason I cashed them five hot checks. The Cardinals took my savings account. And the Redskins got a similar amount that I borrowed from a finance company on a 90-day note. Then Dallas put me in a hell of a fix. I gave up seven, they won by six. You'd think it's Stallback personally hated me. The Green Bay Packers were doing fine till they had to go into overtime. And when you got plus one, you're dead when they win the three. And then along come the Baltimore Colts for another stack of the cool C notes. Seems I can't win no matter what I try. Burt Jones might be their franchise, but the way he's bloodshot these old eyes is enough to make a grown man sit and cry. Well, the Pittsburgh Steelers left no choice but for my poor wife to file for divorce on the simple grounds of football cruelty. Then I heard somewhere that the Bears were hot, so with them I took another shot, and you guessed it, pal, the Falcons beat them 40 to 3. Then Seattle and the cool Jim Zorn made me wish I'd never been born. I even let Tampa Bay take a shot at me. But I've got the Bengals and Chargers to thank for the losses that drove me to rob that bank. Even a cop that arrested me looked like a referee. Now here I sit with a stupid grin. The jury's just now coming back in and the foreman and the judge are looking at me real hard. And I know in my heart what they're going to say. they got to put me away where I can't play that American dream of trying to beat that football card. 
football. I can't win. I think I give it one more shot during the playoffs. Maybe I can win the Super Bowl. Hell, I'm desperate. Football. I hate it. No, I love it. Mercy. Another sad better. <laughs> oh, well. So my thing was, um, I was in a, so I used to do fantasy, uh, fantasy baseball and football. And then I stopped for like, I don't know, stopped for probably uh, 20 years. And then my son was in a fantasy baseball league. And I was into that for probably three or four years. And, and you're not you're not really gambling, although you know we put up money and there was there were prizes that went to the teams that did well and stuff like that. But again, it's it's just what you sort of get into. I, I ended up I got the um, I got the Directv uh, Major League Baseball package, and my wife had to endure me. I mean, I, I'm trying to watch oh, an Arizona wow. Diamondback game because I have one guy who's playing for the Diamondbacks, and yeah, you just get. Absolutely sucked into that. So, uh, anyway, uh, words to live by there from that last song. And again, folks, uh, you know, if you're interested, uh, online sports betting, January 11th. I'm sure, boy, you can't miss the ads on TV. They're all over the place. Yep, that they are. And, and, uh, oh, what was his name there? He used to be a receiver for the, for the Patriots. Uh, Rock? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's uh, he's pumped. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah Gronk, Gronk is pumped for yeah. uh, for for a lot of different reasons. But yeah, it's uh, again, um, no, we're, we're we're a non-judgment zone here for the most part. Um, so yeah, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Just you know, just be careful. Now, be be you, careful out there. Yes. Now, as you'll notice today, I am I am clean shaven. I, I didn't I was, want I didn't want to say anything. I was going for that Grizzly Adams look, but without all the girth, and I, I decided. You can, well, you can have some of mine if you'd like. Well, there you go. <laughs> I, I decided I'd shave, but I've got to find a barber. My my barber, of course, Brent and I had the same barber for decades. It was it was Bill Calkins, and of course, Bill he he moved to Florida, and I kept hoping Bill was going to do like. Brady did and come out of retirement or at least come back up here every two or three months to get yeah. your haircut. Give me, give me one last haircut. You know, I mean, maybe Bill doesn't need to win, but I know when I got a haircut from Bill, I always felt like a winner. That's right. You always felt yes. great. Yeah. I went with, um, um, that was one of the, <laughs> one of the side effects of, of the pandemic was so not that I'm superstitious or anything. I don't cut my hair during basketball season in the winter. So, the pandemic hit literally like we played, we played a game on a Wednesday night in March and then everything shut down Thursday morning. So by the time I was able to get to the lady who cuts my hair, it had been almost a, a little bit over a year. Now my family still references that side, uh, that sad time when I had a ponytail back in the day and they were all, they were all petrified that that was coming back. That wasn't the case. It's just that I couldn't get my hair cut. So, but it's important if you get someone that you like, yes. uh, you, 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 that's where you keep going because darn it, it's, it's my head. Yes. I want my head to look okay at least. And of course, Bill would all say to us that, 
course, he holds the mirror behind you so you can see. And that was so when you go to church, you sit in the front row and everybody sees what a good job Bill had done. That's right. So it's like yeah. free ad, right? Yeah. But Bill yeah. was using it for free ad. Did he cut Bill Calkins' hair cutting in there by any chance in the back? <laughs> I never saw it in the mirror. Uh, yeah. So but probably not. But uh, something to think of, folks. Hey, did you see on the news the other night where uh, them SOBs up in Montpelier, you know, them sons of, well, I, can, I can say, I say on the radio, silly, out-of-touch bureaucrats. Uh, that's, yeah, that, that fits. But they're, they're SOBs. They, they've raised the fees on uh, license renewals and registrations and this and that, and it's, it's going to generate, I think they said, $20 million. $20 million. God only knows what they're going to piss that away on. Well, I don't well, know if I can say that, but I did. I'll did. ask for forgiveness next week. It's, but, always, it's, it's always better to uh, ask for forgiveness than seek permission. There you go. Uh, well, this this next song we're going to play is is also another source of tax revenues for them SOBs up in Montpelier. Well, the gambling bug bit a lot of men, but what it's done to me... We're, we're going to try playing the right song. Hold on just a minute here. Let's see what happens if I press this button. Yeah. The name of this song is The Wildwood Flower. Now, The Wildwood Flower is an old country classic. It's gained a whole new popularity. The song isn't any more popular, but the flower's doing real good. The Wildwood Flower grew wild on the farm, and we never knowed what it was called. Some said it's a flower, and some said it's a weed. I didn't give it much thought. One day I was out there talking to my brother And I reached down for a weed to chew on Things got fuzzy and things got blurry And then everything was gone Didn't know what happened But I knew it beat the hell out of Smith and Burley I come to my brother was there And he said, what's wrong with your eyes? I said, I don't know I was chewing on the weed He said, well, let me give it a try Spent the rest of that day and most of that night trying to find my brother Bill. Caught up with him about six o'clock the next morning, naked, singing on the windmill. He said he flew up there. I had to fly out and get him down. He's about half crazy. The very next day, we picked a bunch of them weeds and we put them in the sun to dry. Then we mashed them up and we cleaned them off. Put them in the corn cob pipe. Smoking them wildwood flowers got to be a habit. We never seen no harm. Oh, we thought it was kind of handy. Take a trip and never leave the farm. Big old puff that wildwood weed. Next thing you know, you're just wandering around behind the little animals. All good things got to come to an end. It's the same with the wildwood weeds. Day this fella from Washington come by and spied him and turned white as a sheet. And he dug and he burned and he burned and he dug and he killed all our cute little weeds. And then he drove away. We just smiled and waved, sitting there on that sack of seeds. Y'all come back now, you hear? 
Mr. Stafford. Yes. With Wildwood Weed among, but he was he was just a, he was a great songwriter and storyteller. Spiders and snakes. My girl Bill. Yeah. Yeah. That was the great Jim Stafford. All right. So about this time, every Saturday morning here uh, on the Dump Show, we head over to East Corinth and we chat with Wade over um, at the Northeast Slope. So Wade, first off, I have some very good news for you. Um, Farmer Dave who, of course, loves everyone who advertises on WDEV. He's wearing one of your hats right now. Yeah, I've heard he does that Saturday mornings, and, yeah. and everybody can see that on the radio. That's, well, that's, that's, that's the, the reason I wear it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's sort of advertising way. Look at it that way. And remember, the reason Dave and I are on the radio, it's because we have faces for radio. So it's it's probably right, for the right, best right. That, that folks don't see us. All right, so Northeast Slopes, East Corinth, uh, they've been around since 1936. However, um, probably not the best ski conditions right now. That's – I'm trying to be subtle here, but yeah. Two, two weeks ago, we did have – we had a nice little base going on. We had three, four inches of powder on top. We did some preliminary runs with some lift tests and everything, and it was all looking rosy. And then, uh, and then Sunday, that Sunday night, two weeks ago, came. Now we're, we're down to bare ground and, and I'm not in East Corinth today. I'm calling in from, um, uh, took a little family vacation out to the West Coast, just south of the border, do a little deep water fishing here right after, as soon as New Year's is here. And, and, uh, and for me, that is, um, the West Coast of Lake Willoughby, just south of the Canadian border. And, <laughs> and of course, open water trout fishing starts on New Year's Day. So we can maybe cast off the front deck here. I want to go out a minute after midnight and, and uh, throw a red daredevil out there and see if I can get, any, get anything. Hey, it's it, it, it's really, really important to get an early start and that sort of thing. So, well, it sounds like – so far, uh, how was your Christmas? Well, it was great. Um, stayed around locally around town and saw the families and yep. made the rounds and kept it quiet. And, and uh, it's, it's, always, uh, it's always a pleasure to, to do those local things with people you know and love and, and – uh, spin around and, and see what's going on. But, no, the, the ski season, it's been a little dismal. Had a great start for everybody. We're talking all the big places, right. even the corporate places. are having a hard time. Uh, the Midwest is dismal. Uh, out West is, is marginal. But I want to hand it out to those guys. It, it's not the Vail Corporation executives that are pulling us off. It's the guys out there in the middle of the night dragging fire hoses and pumping water and trying to get what they can on the trails that they can. So yeah. people can come to Vermont and uh, enjoy a little bit of skiing. I heard people saying it's it's not bad on those trails that are still white. Right. <laughs> um, keeps down on the crowds a little bit. The nice thing about Vermont is you don't have to just come here to ski. There's so much to do. And then that's exactly what I'm doing. We're, we're up here with a, a little family excursion up on Lake Willoughby and uh, picked up about an eight, eight uh, inch and a half of um, sugar-coated snow. Looks <laughs> like a Courier and I's postcard out uh-huh. here. It's just beautiful. There you go. So, yeah, and, 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 and uh, again, not, that... Not a ski in sight. You make a really valid point in terms of it's not it's not just skiing anymore. That's how it used to be. Uh, nothing happened yeah. in the summer, you know, at, at, at the ski areas, and then uh, in the winter, boy, if there was no snow, uh, it was a real problem. But certainly, they have opened up and diversified. But we know there are places where there are snow, and uh, Michaela Schiffer. I don't think she's from Vermont, but we we adopted her, and uh, she uh, is having another sensational season on the Women's World Cup ski circuit. Yeah, she is, you know, and, and she did as a real young youngster was in the upper valley. Both her, her parents worked at DHMC and, and, um, did some skiing down there on Stores Hill and, and some of those smallest hills and probably Dartmouth Skiway. And then they went out west and then, and, uh, she did her academic 
tour out here at Burke Academy, which yep. from the front porch, if it's not snowing or foggy, I can see from the front porch of this lake house like that. Yeah. And I can see the white trails down the hill. It's just absolutely beautiful. And then she went on a little tour. And uh, let's see. Thursday picked up wind number 92. And uh, yesterday picked up wind number 93, for good measure, after winning a downhill, which is not her thing, a uh, week before. Then she does a GS on Thursday and a double run slalom on Friday, just to, to add a little more to her quiver. And uh, to put it in perspective of how well she's skiing right now, she won the slalom yesterday after two runs by 2.38 That's... on the interstate or pretty much. That's that is colossal for ski racing. Just and again, just to give some context for people, that two point three eight seconds, and, and this was a slalom or a GS. That was for the slalom. It was slalom. So that would be the, the equivalent of of maybe someone going up to uh, uh, going up to Thunder Road and and lapping the field by like two laps in a fifty lap race. That's that's that is, that, that is correct. And, and another perspective, I was looking also at our. It is out of, out of Vermont local is uh, Ryan Cochran Siegel, yep, yep. Uh, Ann's son, and he's out there racing. So they were in Birmingham. We didn't have very good downhill earlier in the week, but yesterday, very respectable uh, 19th, so a top 20. Yep. The yep. the interval between Odermatt, who won, and Ryan Cochran in 19th was 2.34 seconds, <laughs> which is exactly what Michaela Schiffer <laughs> beat the <laughs> second place gal in the fall. <laughs> so that puts a little perspective of what level she's skiing at these days. Yeah, and uh, she shattered uh, she shattered Ingemar Stenmark's record for overall World Cup wins. I think he was like at 81, and Michaela Blue passed that, like, I think, a couple years ago. Um, and she's going to end up with 100, uh, uh, health willing, that is. But she'll end up with, yeah, yeah, she'll end up with 100 like before she's... But at, at every every race is a monumental task. The, the competition that she has, Petra Vahova from Slovakia and, uh, and some of those other gals, and... Uh, Frederica Brignoni, who's the oldest gal on the circuit, has racked up three or four wins. Yep. And she's nipping at her heels for the overall World Cup points. Yep. So Michaela's definitely got to sharpen her edges. She's got to stay on it. Nothing makes you go faster than somebody nipping away at your back pocket. That's right. When you're, when you're used to winning like she is, if someone, if someone is chasing you, it tends to up the level. And that's always the case, right? If you want to be better, uh, you have to skate against, uh, you, you have to compete against better competition. So, uh, congratulations. She that's, is that's the great. energizer bunny of skiing. She yeah. just keeps going yeah. and going and going. Yeah. Uh, and, and to watch her ski, if you ever get to, to watch, you know, you can bring them up on YouTube, same day and everything. Or if you ever get a chance to go to Killington and watch them live, you know, when Michaela Schiffrin goes down to different different gals, you know, ski different ways. And that Petra Bohova, she's, she's skis like a man. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Michaela Schiffrin doesn't. But, boy, she looks like a dolphin in the water when yeah. she comes down to, especially in slow. She's just, her style is just unbelievable. So you, you make a good point. I, I had a chance to see, um, I've been able to go to a, a couple of, uh, of World Cup events. And folks think, well, what are you doing? You're up on the side of a hill freezing to death. The atmosphere is crazy. It's absolutely incredible. And again, they come down the slopes. They've got the cowbells ringing and all the other things. And, uh, yeah, just make sure you dress for the conditions. But, uh, I strongly recommend going to Killington if you get a chance because it is really a lot of fun. Yeah, they, they make it a, a very, uh, very pleasurable and easy experience to to enjoy for the day. Take a little time, you know, go early, plan on coming back a little bit late. And, you know, all of us were so lucky. You know, there was, was 40,000 people that weekend that came from all over the United States and even all over the world to, to come see that event. And here we were, you know, an hour drive away. So that was 
That's yeah. really something. All right. So, uh, Hopefully snow for next week. Yeah. <laughs> that's for everybody. And, and, and that's for everybody around the state. We've got a little bit on the ground up here now and, and that's promising and, and some cold weather ahead of us. And well, we'll just hope for a better, a better, uh, week or weeks ahead. And, and this is, uh, kind of the new norm, I think, for around here. A little later season and, and then it goes a little later towards April and, We'll just take as it comes. Yeah, flexibility is always the key. So Northeast Slopes, uh, stop by and see them once the snow uh, comes back in East Corinth. Wade, good luck with that uh, midnight fishing jaunt of yours, and we'll talk again next week. We'll let you know next week how it came out. Maybe I'll get a big one. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot, Wade. Great. All right. Uh, happy New Year. You too. All right. That's a Wade from uh, Northeast Slopes in East Corinth. Uh, yeah. Um, Boy, you got to really be on your toes to run a ski area these days because uh, uh, the, the the ground is literally shifting under your feet. I'm going to talk to the folks over at Absorbing Junior College, the boys in the science department, because how hard can it be to come up with a wax to put on your skis to ski on wet, slippery grass? Yeah. It kind of gives a whole new meaning to the term skiing out of bounds. Some, someone's listening right now, and they're saying to themselves, well, wait a minute. This is this is the idea for my next resort. So uh, make sure that should you put this into place that uh, Farmer Dave is expecting to get his cut. Yes, I want some royalty. That's right. Royalties are royalties are fun because you don't really have to do anything other than make it, and then it comes back. Well, it's, it's like I got my uh, Social Security. Oh, I don't know what they call it, but it, it tells you what you're going to be getting in the, in the next year. Yeah. And, of course, they said it was uh, 3.2% cost of living increase. Now, I don't know what planet Social Security people <laughs> live on, but I can tell you right now, my cost of living this year was closer to 10% than 3.2%. But then I hear them say, well, it's based on the year 2021. You talk about a day late and a dollar short. Yeah. Though we did get we did get eight percent last year. Yeah. So that was good. So I'm figuring a couple years down the road they're gonna hammer us again with a big one. So That's right. I I'm just happy that I'm still getting the checks. I was gonna say hopefully we'll be around. So all right. What we got next? Well, we're gonna go back to a a, a slower time and I'm I i do not know. What some people would call the good old days. And it's the Bellamy Brothers. Yes. That old evening news is sure depressing. Well, this world is in a mess and it don't get better. Terrorism's in fashion and making love can kill you. Oh, but I have found a better place to go. We're all living in the shadow of the bomb Tuned in to the lifestyles of the rich and greedy Oh, but meanwhile, back in Mayberry No one says the F word Thank God for the reruns On the Andy Griffith Show And she's letting Otis out of jail Gomer's helping Goober drive the nail Oh, and Barney's looking for his bullet You better watch out for your toes I wish life was like the Andy Griffith Show Now they're dealing in souls on the airways All them false prophets trying to make a book But old Floyd the barber he just goes on trimming hair And 
we ain't heard the last of Ernest T. Bash, you know. On the Andy Griffith Show, ain't bees cooking lamb and turnip greens. And everyone dance while the darlings pick and sing. Yeah, and old bees digging worms to go fishing, don't you know? I wish life was like the Andy Griffith Show. To call Helen Crump Then round up Clara and Emmett and Howard Spray There's a town meeting Town in Andy's office Barney's gonna try to take us all back in time To the Andy Griffith Show The biggest hassle there was making moonshine they sat swinging on the porch with an easy mind When maybe it wasn't real But when this world blows I hope I end up on the ending with this show I wish life was like the ending with this show The Bellamy Brothers who brought us that classic if I said you had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? Yes. <laughs> you know, I, I was watching uh, The Rifleman the other day. And you know how it starts out. He sits there and he, he pumps out about eight quick shots. Then he looks at the camera and he gets his little grin and he reaches into his front shirt pocket and he takes out a bullet. I think he's getting in touch with his Barney his, Five. His Barney Five. That's yes. right. That was always one of the highlights is what Barney would do with that bullet on the Andy Griffith show. And we got to nip it in the bud. Yes. Nip it, nip it, nip it in the bud. Absolutely. All right. Um, we're going to we're gonna pause for a moment. Then we're going to be back with more on News of the Girl of the Dump Buy right here on WDEV. Did you know that Radio Vermont Group Digital Services can create videos including drone footage? We've even won awards for our videos. If you'd like to learn more and see examples of our work, go to rvgdigital.com. Radio Vermont Group, we're more than just radio. All right, we're 14 minutes away from 10 o'clock. Dan Cardozo is in the house. The Outlaw Saturday morning coming away here on WDEV. Dan will take us up to noon. Then we'll have a Joel with the, um, with the afternoon news service. Then for the birds. And then, uh, folks, if you haven't heard this before, the Great America Music Hall with Joel from about 12.30 until 6.35 when Norwich takes over. And the fun part about listening to Joel and a music show, Dave, is that you never, ever know what you're going to get because he knows everything. Oh, I guess he does. Yeah. Very interesting gentleman. Yes, he is. So uh, keep tuned for that. Uh, meanwhile, what do we got? Well, for them folks out there that like Milo... My, Milo is a, is a farmer who, he took diversification to a whole new level. He figured out a way to make money milking cows, and that's by singing about it. But this, uh, today he's dealing with a chicken, so this is from Milo the Silo. Song and then I get out of bed. I go out to the outhouse, comb the hairs on my head. 
put on my overhauls and then go out to the shed. I fill a pail of oats so that the horse will get fed. Then we have some fun because we go out to the coop and gather up the eggs, sing and boop, boop, be doop. The eggs are big or little, some are white, some are brown. Some are shaped like oval shot and some they are round. I lift up all the hens so that the eggs will be found. We load them in the truck and then we sell them in town. But before I finish, let me tell you the part about the little shed where the sandy sword starts in the coop. We keep the chickens in the coop. Go like the dickens in the coop. It's finger licking. We gather up the eggs and then go back inside now in the coop. We keep the chickens in the coop. Go like the dickens in the coop. It's finger licking. We gather up the eggs and then go back inside now. I'm out of breath. for chickens. Don't break a shell or you'll catch heck. Please watch your step. Don't be a schlep when you're in the cool. And that's how you make money milking cows. Well, I don't know about you, but when it comes to dancing, um, I'm sort of from the Elaine Bennis school on Seinfeld, where when people watch me dance, they hide their eyes and, and try to leave the room. So... <laughs> I prefer to listen to the music than dance to it. But uh, like you say, uh, Milo has figured it out. Uh, why would you want to do all the hard work and drudgery involved with farming? And I know I'm speaking to the choir here uh, when you could simply sing about it and uh, probably do a lot better. It's weird, though, because you'd think you'd, mostly they'd be singing the blues. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's, no, see, real farmers would be singing the blues, whereas go. Milo's not singing the blues because he's not really farming, so he feels pretty good about that. Yeah, he's in the green, and it ain't out in the field. Uh, to say yeah. the least. And, and again, uh, like I say, my, uh, uh, my, my grandfather was a farmer, and boy, that's really, really hard work. So uh, thanks to all the farmers out there, and uh, thanks to all the folks that listen to us here. I'm used to go to the dump by. It's Saturday. It's the last Saturday of 2023. Um, regardless of how 2023 may have gone for you, uh, we're hoping that 2024 
uh, is a great year for everyone who's listening to us right now. Yep, I hope it will be. I My New Year's resolution, I, I shared this with my, my best friend in the whole wide world, uh, Mr. George Woodard, and I said I was I was going to try to swear a little less this year, to which George looked at me and said, oh, my God, I've ruined you. Well, then shortly thereafter, I got right back into it and it put a smile. My idea is if I do it off, off the air, I'm not going to come in here. You and won't do it on the air. That's what I'm hoping. Well, and it's good. It's, so, so basically, what you've done here is you've broken your New Year's resolution before the New Year even got here. Yes, that's I, good. Everyone should do that. That's right. See, you avoid the muss and fuss, folks. There's you no pressure, man. There's no pressure None. at all. All right. <laughs> what we got next? Uh if I could remember what it was I brought to you. Here, let me take I a think look. we'll play it. It'll, it'll, it'll come to me. All right. So is, here, here, folks, we're all going to learn this at the same time. Modern day yuppie blues. I'm looking for my wallet and my car keys. Well, it can't have gone too far. Just as soon as I find my glasses... Sure, I'll see just where they are. I'm supposed to meet someone for lunch today, but I can't remember where or who it is that I am meeting. It's in my organizer somewhere. I might have left it on the counter, or maybe outside in the car. Last time I remember driving was to that memory enhancement seminar. What's that far off distant ringing? And that strangely familiar tone must be the person I am meeting calling me on my brand new cordless telephone. I might have left it under the covers Maybe outside on the lawn I've got just one more ring to go Before my answering machine kicks on Hi, this is Tom and your call means a lot to me So leave a message at the tone And I'll do my best to try to remember to call you back when I get home. Tom, this is Gwendolyn, and I'm trying not to cry. But I've been waiting here for over an hour. I thought you loved me. This is goodbye. Sounds familiar. And the name it rings a bell. <laughs> Let's see now, where was I? Oh well. 
remember, Greg, it's looking for my car keys. <laughs> okay, it doesn't count if you come in after the song is over, but that's all right. We've all we've all done the looking for the car keys. Thing. I thought I'd get it out there before I forgot it again. Well, yeah, that, that's that's actually a very good point. Yeah. What we got next? Well, speaking of car keys, this is kind of like a car song, I think. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> well, let's take a listen and find out. Bliss. I had a daddy and a mama and a brother and a sis. Never knew nothing about the finer things. We were living on weenies, beanies, and dreams. Daddy used to take a lot of business trips, promising us all a better life than this. He said it was a sacrifice he had to make. Right about then, mama dropped another plate. Turned out daddy wasn't nothing but a snake He had a half a dozen women in a half a dozen states Mama grew wiser as the years went by She never said a word, she hid it all inside Well, they found him face down in a motel room Smelling like a liquor and a lover's perfume Standing by the graveside, mama was a wreck Till the state farm man handed her a fat check Daddy had a cardiac, mama got a Cadillac All of us kids done throwed away the tater sacks Look at us now, living that life Daddy always promised us a heat to buy Daddy's on a shady hill, mama's in a Cooperville Never have to worry about another bill Daddy died smiling, but mama got the last laugh Daddy had a cardiac, mama got a Cadillac Well, it's been a while now since it all went down. Mama's still a hero all over town. When the preacher does a sermon about those who wait, Mama slips a hundred in the offering plate. Now each and every year on the day he died, Mama dresses up for a midnight drive. Where she ever goes, she never does say, but there's a fresh set of tire tracks on Daddy's grave. Daddy had a cardiac, Mama got a Cadillac, all of us kids done throwed away the tater sack. Look at us now, living that life, Daddy always promised us that he'd provide. Daddy's on a shady hill, Mama's in a Cooperville, never have to worry about another bill. Daddy died smiling, but Mama got the last laugh, Daddy had a cardiac, Mama got a Cadillac. Mama got a Cadillac. So uh, a song that demonstrates karma can come around and bite you. And bite you right there. <laughs> yes. My God. Yes. Daddy had a cardiac, but Mama got the Cadillac. 
Now we're going to go a little bit long today because, well, it's a dump show. That's it's what we do. See, I learned what, what I what I learned on the occasions that I've that I've hosted with you. I thought I thought we had to wrap up at ten, but then I was reminded by our lovely congenial uh, station manager uh, Steve Cormier that we don't worry about time here on the dump show. No, time we, is elastic. We break all the rules it's because it's what relative. Relative time as well. See, Dan yeah. Cardozo, he's like he's like a scientist here. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You know, it's well, we don't need no stinking rules, right? All right. All right. So we're right. What's our what's our closer today? Well, dumpsters, I want to thank you for spending an hour with Greg and myself. Boy, this time flies, don't it? But it is that time time when you put your hand on the radio to feel the spirit to recharge your spiritual battery to get you through the week and into next year. And Tammy, I'm dedicating this to you. It is time for the hymn of the day. Oh, Thumbs Donovan is in the building. I had a daddy and a mama and a brother and a sis Never knew nothing about the finer things We were living on weenies, beanies and dreams Daddy used to take a They want your sweet, innocent girls Here's your hymn Take the bulls so they can be enticed into honky-tonks By slick-haired vultures who prey on the floral American womanhood I say
I can see you very clear. Are you drinking with me, Jesus? Won't you buy a friend a beer? Won't you buy a friend a beer? Won't you buy a friend a beer? Ooh, fancy. Fancy there at the end. All righty. All right. There you have it. That's it. The best hour in radio. Music to go the dumb I heard each and every week on the stations of WDEV. In memory of Buster and Marie. And let's not forget, if it wasn't for Ken Lee Dean Squire... There wouldn't be a music to go with a dump boy. Exactly. Happy New Year. I'll see you next year, dumpsters. I'm out of here. All right. Happy New Year, Dave. And we Thank have, you, Greg. We have Outlaw Saturday morning, Dan Cardozo coming up next.